Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 3rd August 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 44, verse 8, which says, In God we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever, Selah. And then it was Wednesday, and we're trying to catch our second wind as the tiredness in our bodies and spirits from the recent Caribana celebrations slowly fade away. I don't know if you have ever noticed, but sometimes after a long weekend, it's more difficult to get back into the swing of things than when we woke right from Monday. That's because we mistakenly believe, oh, it's one day less to walk so we can party more than usual. But it ends up being that the extra days partying is much harder to overcome than the normal weekend affairs. And unfortunately, I don't see us getting out of that wrong mindset anytime soon because the nature of the human animal is just to celebrate when they get an unexpected day off from work. So we just have to grin and bear the extra pressure from the extra partying and hope the boss doesn't catch us slacking off and penalize us for it. End of sermon. Now, today we are going to look at an an interesting verse from Psalm 44 that talks about former deliverances and present troubles. And do we ever have plenty of the latter, my people? Our world has troubles galore. So let's see what the sons of Korah wrote in the psalm that's so interesting. The verse simply but profoundly says, In God we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever, Selah. Now, why should that be so important here? because it's what true believers in God ought to be doing. If we want to see and experience his awesome grace and mercy, and it's certainly a great part of why today we have so many unsolvable and ridiculous problems in our society, we don't boast in God and praise his name. We boast in the foolish power of man and his frail and finite being. Yes, friends, instead of praising and boasting about Almighty God, we blaspheme him and try to get rid of him. He's not appreciated or even welcome in many parts of our world. So when we diss our creator and controller, what else can we expect but troubles? eh? For knowledge of God is man's glory. Yes, so it is. That's just as the prophet Jeremiah said so plainly on God's behalf. Thus said the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man of glory, sorry, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, and let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, 
judgment, that's justice and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, said the Lord. And that comes from Jeremiah 9, 23 to 24. It's as plain as day, friends. Our Heavenly Father is the source of all that we are and all that we have. The fountainhead of creation and life. That means he's the one we ought to be bowing to and paying holy reverence to. Not the finite human being who comes from the dust of the earth and in a fleeting moment of time returns to it. And that's why the psalmist wrote thus in Psalm 146, titled The Blessedness of Trust in God. He proclaims, while I live, will I praise the Lord? I will sing praises unto my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, that's a human being, in whom there is no help, and that's no salvation. His breath goeth forth, his spirit departs, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish, and we know that's gospel truth. Comes from Psalm 146, 3-4. Man dies and his thoughts perish. So how can we put our trust in a finite being that only lasts for a short time? Eh? It's foolish to do that. Now, let's get some further reason why that's unwise. Listen to the scholars as they explain the reasoning behind Jeremiah's plea to his people in the verses we read earlier on. They say, having lamented the folly of his faithless people, Jeremiah turns their attention to the true source of wisdom, the Lord himself. And the scripture on that goes from chapter 9.23 to chapter 10.25. True wisdom was to be found in the consistent following of the three central qualities of spiritual life, that's loving kindness, the exercise of true covenant loyalty, meaning that kindness and love are essential ingredients in the covenant, with each treating the others they expect to be treated. Then there's judgment. That's the consistent application of true justice for all. And finally, righteousness, the maintenance of what was right in the sight of the Lord in all of life. Yes, my brethren, we can only find true wisdom in following the basic tenets of the God of our forefathers. That's loving kindness, justice, and righteousness. Otherwise, we'll end up totally lost and hung out to dry following what the world calls wisdom. And there are so many other scriptures that encourage us to boast in the power of God rather than that of finite and frail man. So let's look at a few of them now. Brother David says it quite clearly in Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And that comes from Psalm 34, 1 to 3. 
Now, that's how true believers ought to behave. And in Psalm 33, another psalmist says more pro more, most profoundly, there is no king saved by the multitude of a host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing or a false hope for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear or reverence him, upon them that hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waited for the Lord. He's our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. And that comes from Psalm 33, 16 to 22. And it says it all, my fellow saints. Almighty God is our only real hope. And I like how the psalmist ends there by asking for the Lord's mercy only as much as we hope in him. That means to tie his mercy to our hope. Let his mercy be proportionate to our hope. Like Jesus asked in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. And we know that comes from Matthew 6, 12. Yes, that ups the ante. It puts the burden on us. So only as we hope and forgive will we receive mercy and forgiveness. And if you want to read more on the subject, then read Cousin Saul's treatise in Ecclesiastes 9, 11 to 18, 18, where he confirms that wisdom is better than strength and true wisdom only comes from Almighty God. Now, for those of us who truly believe and are doing our best to bear good fruit, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right again today. So let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our marvelous position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow. And I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> and by the way, people, let's not forget that if we endure to the very end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. So please, let's concentrate on enduring to the very end uh, and thus seeing that more than glorious future. Much love. And the postscript for today says, one can only be truly wise if one's wisdom is gained from the fountainhead of wisdom. That's Almighty God. And you can't dispute that, friends, because it's indisputable truth. Almighty God is the fountainhead of everything, wisdom, life, 
salvation, whatever you want to call it. It all comes from Almighty God. And you don't get to Almighty God unless you go through Jesus. So that's why living for Jesus is such a wonderful thing. And it's the only option available really to sensible people. So please, let's get out there today and be sensible and live for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.